Sherman and Tingle in the morning. And maybe that's a good thing that we're done with January because January is the number one month for divorces. Yeah! Divorces. Hopefully you're not running into that category, but maybe you are and you just don't even know it. Because I, I found this guy, his name is Dr. Mark Baker, and he, he had this to say about divorces. There is a world-renowned marriage counselor named John Gottman, and he claims that he can predict whether or not a couple is going to get divorced with a 91% accuracy rate within the first 10 minutes of meeting them if they show the signs your marriage is in trouble. Okay, so he has these five signs. And I'm doing this to help you out because if you're going through these signs, maybe you can correct it, then you're not going to have to go through all of that. Why are you looking at me? No reason at all. What's the first sign? Well, the first sign is what we call harsh startup. Harsh startup means we need to talk. The harsh startup is you did it again. The harsh startup is beginning the conversation already abruptly, already negatively, and already with a hostile attitude. Do you have a hostile attitude at all? No. Is there any harsh Actually, startups? I'm, I'm clear on that. I do not do a harsh startup. I thought it was like a company or something like that. <laughs> it's a harsh startup. The it's a kickstart. It's a kickstart of a harsh startup. All right, that's that's one of the signs. All right, I'm safe there. All right, sign two. Well, the next sign is actually four things. It's defensiveness, contempt, criticism, and stonewalling. Now, what is stonewalling? Stonewalling, which is uh, is when one person in the couple is just not responding. Stonewalling is, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe looking out the window, you're having a conversation, but they're not looking at you. They're not really telling you how you feel. Appears like that person doesn't even care. Ooh, okay. Ooh right. I don't like that. You know who does that? Who? My daughter. Well, you're not married to your daughter. You're okay on that, on yeah. that front. Uh, no, don't. I, I, you know, there's a lot at the beginning there. Yeah. Um, I probably may have been guilty of one of those. What? But there was like 15 things there he said. So maybe one of those, probably, but that stone Defensiveness. Thing, I don't do that stone, stonewalling. Stonewalling I do not thing. do that, no. That's, that gets you nowhere. No, but it, you know, it's, it's relatable because I have been with people that it was exactly that way. I wasn't married to them, but it was exactly that way. All right, here, let's, let's, let's go forward here. Sign three. The next sign is very much related to the, the previous four. It's called flooding. Flooding is when you have so many feelings that you can't even speak them. So they're so flooded with feelings, they can't tell you how they feel. It's not that they don't have a feeling. They've got so many, they can't pick one. And flooding is very dangerous because it leads to the next sign. The next sign is physiological distress. If you've been allowing the conflict in your marriage to go on for so long, the anger to not get resolved for so long, you're going to start having physical problems. You're going to start having ulcers, back aches, neck aches. You're going to start drinking more. You're going to start having physiological problems. You're going to start failing from the inside. I knew my wife was responsible for my torn rotator cuff. She's the one who caused that. See? Yep. You know why? It starts with the marriage. She talked to me in such a way that when I went to the gym and decided to exert myself and tear my rotator cuff, that wasn't my fault. I was in a just a, a mental state where she created this madness. So it's, again, let's finger point back to her. You were angry. She caused my torn rotator cuff. You were angry when you put on that extra 45 plate. Well, show her. No, I have never had an ailment because of the wife.
Well, the drinking that's thing funny. too, you know, yeah, that's that's a, that's a simple one to go to. I know a lot of people have, that go through that or or whatever, or the flooding thing too. I'll I'll admit, I I have had that on occasion. A lot of people are guilty, or a lot of people experience flooding. I'm yeah, guilty of it. You just get you get so angry and you, you can't figure out what it is. All right, there's two more here, two more signs. Hopefully, you have not nailed all these signs. Otherwise, you better better go talk to somebody. Well, the next sign of marriages that are in distress that leads towards divorce are bad memories. What it means is you interpret history negatively. You're only remembering the negative things from the past. It's like, yeah, I remember our wedding. Yeah, he was late. He was late to that. He's still late today. You forget all the good things and you remember all the bad things. You're reinterpreting history negatively. Bad memories, bad sign leading to bad things in your relationship. I just I think of people that I know and I and that that one sounds I don't have to think about. I think bad memories and bad experiences stick more with the person because they make you feel more uh you have more feeling than when with a happy memory. Like there yeah, everyone has happy memories, but those bad memories, they stick in someone's mind longer because they affect you more when it happens. You know, there's been tons of great memories. T- you have more things that go great in your life than bad. I really do think so. And but maybe there's more bad if that's the only thing that comes up. Bad ones really they stick in your memory, you know? They just do. All right. All right, here's the fifth and final. And the last thing is failed repair attempts. This is really critical. Everybody fights. Even good marriages fight. Fighting in a marriage is not a problem. The problem is what are you going to do about it? And the really critical thing is to be able to repair what you did. Fighting isn't a problem. Not being able to repair it is. Most marriages never really solve their problems. That you will spend most of your marriage fighting about the same issues over and over and over again. So why do people fight? You fight because you want to be connected. You feel disconnected and you're fighting to be reconnected. You think you're fighting about money. You think you're fighting about her parents, but you're not. You're fighting because I need to feel connected to you and I don't. And if you feel reconnected to each other, then the subject that you're fighting about doesn't become as important. You think you're fighting about something, you're not. You're fighting about whether or not we feel connected. And once we do feel connected, the thing all of a sudden doesn't seem so important. See, I thought that one was the coolest because how, how, many, how many times have you gotten into an argument about something absolutely stupid had nothing to do with that? My marriage is still intact because I am the only one in my household that is willing to say I'm sorry. All three women in my house refuse to say <laughs> those two words. I'm sorry. I am the only one. And I will put that on paper and take it to the bank. Wasn't that stonewalling? Isn't that, I thought that was, does that fall under stonewalling? I forget what that was. Wait, no, that was flooding. So no, that was down, I gotta remember. Yeah, that was flooded basement. That's what it was. The Sherman and Tingle Show. Mornings on 97.1 FM, The Drive, Chicago.